Welcome to Click, Treat, Repeat. This is a horse-focused podcast discussing positive reinforcement training, equine management and welfare, and other horse-related topics. So let's get started. Hey, it's Jen, and I'm here by myself today because Chloe kind of has a lot going on right now. And so we decided that for this week, I'm just going to go ahead and film an episode myself and just kind of go with that so that she can have the week off. So everybody send Chloe positive vibes and hope that, you know, she can have a good week and get through everything she needs to get through. So I thought today I would kind of switch it up a bit from the planned topic that Chloe and I had, and I would instead talk about social media in the positive reinforcement world and kind of just my opinion on that and how it can be used as a force for good, how it can be used as a force for evil, different struggles I've had related to it, different benefits I've gotten from it, you know, things like that. I don't know if I have any super deep insights here, but I think that it could be helpful to just kind of reflect on that a little bit, especially in the new year, because one thing I want to do in the new year is I really want to make my online spaces be a positive space for myself and be something that I feel like is uplifting me and improving me in my horse training journey and in life in general. And I don't really want to continue engaging in some of the more negative, harmful things that I've gotten from social media in the past. So I guess I will start by saying that I have actually been in the horse Instagram world for many, many years. I used to have an Instagram account with 14,000 followers and it was called Jen and Coco. And it was also called a lot of other things. Um, I was like, 13 or 14 so it would also it was also called lope with the wind canter and coco various different things like that and um so i've been kind of in the horse instagram world for you know probably getting close to 10 years now maybe eight or nine years so i've experienced a lot from it and obviously before i started doing positive reinforcement i was just in the general horse Instagram world, whereas now I've kind of specialized my focus to being positive reinforcement. And as I've gotten older and I guess become an adult, even though I don't really feel like an adult, but I've kind of changed my focus of social media from kind of like being excited about like, oh, I want to get likes and followers and all of these things that kind of excited me when I was younger to now being like, I just want to share content that I think is you know, positive and going to educate people or create awareness about, you know, things in the horse world or just post about my horses that I want to share because I enjoy sharing training and the journey that I do with my horses and, you know, all of those things. So my focus there is kind of shifted, but I have been in the social media world for a really long time. And I will say a common critique that I hear about horse social media is that it can kind of push people to go a little bit too far with their horses or to do things that maybe aren't ethical just to get views and things like that. And I definitely see this in the form of like fail videos, like when people will post a video of, you know, their horse bucking them off or just a complete fail going over a jump where they get left behind and fall off or, you know, just something really not pleasant happens. Um, And people, I think, like to laugh at these fail videos because 
it's just kind of shocking to see like, oh my goodness, this person is in this situation, you know, it's like, it's almost like, you know, when you watch funny home videos and a lot of them feature people like slipping and falling and getting hurt. For some reason, that's just funny to us. But there's this kind of added element here of the horse who in most horse sports, the horse is not a willing participant and the horse is not a consenting participant. And so you have this added element of this fail also includes this animal that is being forced to engage in this activity and then harm is coming to the horse as a result of that when, as I said, in most cases, the horse can't consent to this activity because they're not given a choice to. So I definitely don't really like seeing these fail videos on Instagram, especially when they're being shared for the purpose of laughs, because it's just not funny to me to see a horse being hurt. I think there's a lot more funny things out there that we can definitely share and laugh at. And it's okay to think these things are funny and to have that gut impulse, because we are kind of brought up to think that like people who are getting injured and, you know, slipping and falling in those type of types of things are a type of comedy, but we also have to think about it, I think, from a more critical lens and see that it's pretty harmful to the horse to be perpetuating these things, especially because ideally if the horse is being brought up slowly and introduced to these things slowly, we shouldn't really be seeing many, you know, fails. We should be seeing a lot more successes. And obviously things can happen in any situation but we don't necessarily want to be like glorifying those moments and sharing them as something to laugh at or something to get views. So I guess that's my my opinion on that type of area. But we don't really see that so much within the positive reinforcement world. Uh, I would say we don't really see it at all because I think in the positive reinforcement world, we do definitely try to minimize the amount of fails that we have. And personally, my training typically is so low energy and guess you could say boring, (laughs) but for there to be a fail, it would just be like maybe the horse getting startled and, you know, looking into the trees for a second for five to 10 seconds and then refocusing on me again. That's like the extent of what would happen in my sessions that could be considered a fail. I personally do pretty, pretty low energy work. Like I, I haven't gotten to a point with the horses where I'm consistently doing trot work or anything like that with them. We just do a lot of walking behaviors and stationary behaviors. And that's okay with me because I do think that horses naturally in the wild tend to move at a slower pace, but just to go longer distance. Obviously, that's not always the case. Horses can certainly trot and canter and do all those things. And doing those things in training is really great, but I'm not necessarily one of those people who's like, really like, oh, I want to get high levels of movement and high energy because I think it's okay for my horses to just kind of move at the steady pace and get their exercise in that way. So that's just my personal opinion. But yeah, so I don't really have a lot of fails in my training. And I think it's the same for most positive reinforcement people, which is great. I think it's wonderful that we can kind of have these really successful sessions where we're setting the horse up for success. So I'm thankful that I haven't really seen those videos in a while. I think on positive reinforcement social media, in general, it's a really positive place. And I personally have built up such a wonderful community there. And I feel like I've met people who hopefully will be my friends for years to come. I've 
been able to actually find an in-person trainer because of somebody that I know on social media kind of pointing me in the direction of a trainer that I could then go to. And I've also just learned so much because so many people share educational posts and I really enjoy reading those and learning from them. And I think it's just really cool that we have this community that's kind of built on wanting to be educated and wanting to share information and all of those things. So in general, I do really see the positive reinforcement community as being a very positive, welcoming place. But I had something happen recently, which has caused me to kind of have a little bit of a nuanced perspective on our community, which, you know, previously before that, I would have been much more likely to just go all the way to, oh, it's so great. It's completely perfect. But I think my eyes are kind of getting opened a little bit to some of the issues that we might be having in the positive reinforcement Instagram community. And one of those issues is that I think a lot of people can be very critical. And I myself am included in that because it's very hard when you see people who don't really know the science or who don't really know, you know, that there are better alternative methods of training but you know that they have access to that because all they have to do is go on Google on their phone and, you know, Google these things and they could find information. But obviously it's a much more pervasive problem than that because people are taught from when they're a child that they need to hit the horse and be the dominant alpha or whatever. And so it's just kind of drilled into them and it's not so simple as just like, if you Google it, you would know. But sometimes it feels like it's that simple, even though it's not. And so it can be really easy to get frustrated or to get critical of people. And in general, I can definitely be very critical of other people and, and their horse care. And I've had to kind of go through this experience where I don't own my current horses that I work with, where I have to recognize I don't have control over all of these things. And you know, in general, I think they have really good lives. And I think that they're very happy horses. But, you know, are there things I would do differently? Yes. And so after owning Coco for so many years, I have to now kind of get used to this idea of, you know, I am not the owner of these horses. And so I can have an opinion and a viewpoint on maybe little things that should be changed, but it's not really my place to do that. And overall, I've had to realize that, yes, just because maybe not everything is done the exact way that I would do it. These are still pretty happy, healthy horses that are doing well. And so that's kind of opened up my mind more to understanding that obviously everybody has differing opinions and certain opinions are supported more by the science and everything like that. But sometimes the judgment is just not productive. And I will say most of the judgment or criticism that I feel is towards people outside of the positive reinforcement community. Within the community, I typically feel extremely positive. I don't really feel that anyone that I see that's practicing positive reinforcement is doing anything horribly wrong or anything like that. Obviously, there could be people who are doing things that I disagree with. But for the most part, I find that I really appreciate everyone within the community. And I really think that everyone is doing a great job with their horses. But I had a situation recently where somebody was extremely critical to me about something that I posted on my account. And 
they pretty much left a long comment that I think was meant to be constructive, but in reality was very harsh and didn't really include much constructive feedback. It was more so like you're doing a bad job. And I'm not really going to get into the specifics of, you know, what the comment said. I'm obviously not going to share who said this comment, but it was somebody who is kind of well known in the positive reinforcement world and is, as far as I'm aware, a professional trainer. And so, you know, this person is very well educated and a very respectable person. It's not some, you know, random person who came on my page and decided to troll or whatever. This was like a legitimate thing. And so obviously I take that very seriously. And when I received that comment, I felt pretty discouraged because I try really hard to do the best I can for my horses. And I really try to be a good person for them and to learn as much as I can. And I also currently work with two trainers. So I am definitely working with trainers and trying to do the best that I can. And obviously not everything I do is perfect and I have flaws in my training and everything like that, but I do do the best I can under the guidance of professionals and, you know, just continuing to work on these things. And so for this person to kind of share this really harsh feedback, for me, it was just very insensitive because I think it could have been better shared in terms of, you know, a constructive uh, feedback as in like, oh, you're doing a really good job, but here's something that I would focus on to potentially fix. And so I think that a lot of kind of the mindset we can get into in the positive reinforcement world is that everything has to be exactly perfect. Otherwise you're doing it wrong. Like your horse has to have 24 seven turnout has to have 24 seven access to forage. You have to be a professional trainer who can train everything with positive reinforcement and never use any ropes and never use any negative reinforcement at all. And you have to also have the most well-behaved horse who uh, will always do what you're asking them to do, blah, blah, blah. Like we, I think we kind of preach this idea of like the horse should be able to say, no, we need to give the horse a choice. And yet we're kind of, we kind of have this idea that we have to have this perfect partnership with the horse and the horse should, should always be consenting, even though, you know, we give them the option, we really kind of expect them to say yes and all of these things. So I think it's really hard when we see other people who haven't quite achieved that level of like, oh, I have everything completely perfect the way it should be. And my horse always consents to train with me. And uh, I'm a professional trainer who understands everything. And I never use a lead rope because I have trained everything so well with positive reinforcement. And so I think this person in general who left this comment on my post is someone who is, as far as I'm aware, kind of known by a few people in the positive reinforcement community for being a bit critical and a bit harsh with the feedback that they provide on Instagram and Facebook. I've heard from a couple of other people that they kind of share this same view and a couple of other people who uh, no longer interact with their account because of the harshness of these comments. And so I guess what I want to say in response to this is that I think we should all try to kind of be more constructive with our feedback and to be kinder. And personally, I'm not against giving unsolicited advice. Like 
if somebody directly says, I don't want advice on this, then obviously don't give them advice. But personally, like if someone gives me unsolicited advice and it's like good advice coming from a positive, you know, good intention place, I appreciate that. And I'm like, wow, thank you for the advice. That's really, really great. Especially if I'm sharing a video or, you know, some type of thing that other people could be could be looking at and especially I think having a lot of professional trainers who are on Instagram in the positive reinforcement community we kind of have access to these this group of people who has a lot of knowledge and could potentially share really cool things with us so I'm always open to receiving things even if it's not directly asked for I think you just kind of have to understand the situation and like when it's a good idea to share and when it's not so I'm not going to say don't give unsolicited advice because I, like I said, I kind of like unsolicited advice and I try not to give it too much to other people, but, um, you know, sometimes it's just, you really want to help. And I think that that spirit of wanting to help the horse is very positive. And I'm always in favor of trying to make people aware of things they can do better. So if you're able to give the advice in a non judgmental kind way I think that's perfectly great and I would welcome it to me and I also would say that I think a lot of other people in the positive reinforcement community would welcome it as well I think like continuing to leave this feedback is good but I think balancing that out with some positive feedback and making sure any criticism is given in a kind way will really kind of improve our community because I also do think there's kind of this view that positive reinforcement, like force-free people are seen as being kind of almost like how vegans are seen as being too extreme and too judgmental and kind of crazy. And obviously that stereotype is just false and it's not our fault that that stereotype exists because we are just living our lives based on what we believe is right and following the science to the best of our ability. So I'm not saying that the stereotype is our fault, but I am saying that I think we can take that stereotype as information for ourselves and how our community is viewed and try to come to that with positivity and with kindness, because I think we all care so much about being kind to the horse, but it's really important to also be kind to the other people around you and the other people who might not be doing things the exact same way that you do, but who are still doing a really good job. And having, you know, worked some with Adele and seeing her online courses and just seeing her posts and her feedback on my training and things like that. And then going to work with Rachel at Balance Point Equestrian and doing things with her. I do see that they, the two of them do have a different training style and that's okay. And that doesn't mean that either person is wrong and they're both doing positive reinforcement and there is a lot of similarity there, but the way that they approach a certain issue might be different. And I think it's important to remember that when we're on social media and to be compassionate because, you know, there are multiple correct ways to approach an issue. And so my intention with this isn't just to, you know, complain about the fact that someone left a harsh comment on my post, because I think we've all probably experienced something like that that is discouraging. But partially, I just want to talk about this because I really love this community. And I think that social media has the capacity to be used in a really positive way. And so I really want to make sure that I'm advocating for, you know, people to be kind and to use social media in 
the best way that they can. So that's basically how I feel about social media in the positive reinforcement world and things like that. I will also say as somebody with anxiety who sometimes struggles to deal with things in real life in the horse world, as in I'm nervous to kind of show that I'm being different towards other people that I know in real life, like at barns I've boarded at and things in the past. I'm very nervous to like bring out the target and bring out everything and be like, this is what I'm doing, clicker training. Like it's just kind of, um, it's kind of hard because I don't really want to be known as a person who's weird or doing things differently, even though I know that I'm doing the best thing for myself. So I think it's been really helpful to have like an online community that feel like I can be pretty open with and who shares my views because it really helps me to have support in what I'm doing, even when I haven't always had that in person as much. So I'm definitely really grateful for the community. And I think it's a really great thing. And, you know, it's what allowed Chloe and I to get to know each other and to make this podcast together so obviously that's a positive so yeah in general it's very positive but just some things to possibly think about and some past experiences that I've had I hope you enjoyed this episode of click treat repeat feel free to check us out on instagram at click treat repeat pod You can find Jen at Genuine Equine and myself at bonafide.bt. We upload new episodes every other Monday and hope to see you then. Happy training.